Recording. 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 Come here, big tits. Come here, big tits. Your tits belong to me. Give them to me. I want to claim my tits. I want to claim my tits. I want to claim my tits. These are my tits. Rudy Woo! Giuliani, March 12th, 2019. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sober Swole Podcast. My name is Jake Howard. Woo! And I go by a DJ Swirl. Chocolate and vanilla swirl. What's up, everybody? And before we get really into things, I'd love to give a shout out to Royalty Nutrition. That's royaltynutrition.com. And to help me out with that, as always, here he is, ladies and gentlemen, Warhorse. Hey, it's Warhorse. Do you want your workouts to look like this? Or do you want your workouts to slay? When Warhorse picks his pre-workout, he wants it to slay. If you want second place, go with somebody else. If you want to be a champion, go with royalty nutrition. <laughs> That's right. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Royalty Nutrition is a veteran-owned and operated supplement company that doesn't automatically go to using the cheapest ingredients possible while making their supplements to help you meet your fitness goals. Check them out and use the discount code 37HAKE to save you 15% on your entire order. My next shout out of the evening will be to Gorilla Gains. That's gorilla-gains with the z.com. They are a fitness apparel company that you can wear comfortably in and out of the gym. They also make great equipment that helps keep you safe while you train. Check them out. Use the discount code Jake15 for 15% off there as well. <clears throat> Goodness gracious. All right. Patreon.com backslash hate Joward. That is my personal Patreon page where I post training programs that I've written for people over the past. I do blog type entries and I also do a solo podcast once a month where I speak my mind on something that has picked my interest. Usually in the fitness industry, most definitely in the fitness industry. Check that out. Help support me as we try to make life better. DJ Swirl, tell them about that buy to buy empire. Yes, buy to buy at B U Y T O B Y E, where we specialize in fast, friendly, on demand moving, staging, delivery, TV mounting, and assembly, where we help everyone from housewives shopping at home goods to bros DIYing it at Lowe's, but most frequently property managers and real estate agents moving their clients from their current space to their new place. They say teamwork makes the dream work, but what about that nightmare? From your landlord to your dashboard, sometimes life don't play fair. If you lack time or got a bad spine, we're here to support you, giving peace of mind from the time you buy until we say goodbye. What you see here is Buy to Buy Studios. We do creative consulting and content creation, helping boutique brands boost their presence online. Everything from posts, reels, stories, all the way to podcasts and live streaming. Help you out from the beginning as a consultant, helping you find a creative way to get pen to paper, or if you've already got something that's going, but you want to make it better, hit us up. And if you've got something that's already final and you just need to put the finishing touches, we'd handle post-production work as well. That's Buy to Buy Studios. Find us everywhere you are at B-U-Y-T-O-B-Y-E. Jake, what are we talking about tonight? Man, we have a wide array of subjects to talk on this evening. Um, 
<laughs> I uh, I opened I opened uh, the show up tonight with a quote from America's mayor Rudy Giuliani, and uh, so he is currently on trial <laughs> for uh, uh, sexual abuse, pretty much sexual harassment and other heinous things that you don't want to imagine an old man doing. But he denies it all, calls it all frivolous. Anyway, so that's uh, that's Giuliani news. We're going to touch on the twice impeached, thrice indicted, one time President Donald J. Trump. <laughs> I have a rooster in a cage in my office. <laughs> it's my rich in a box. It's my rich in a box. Let's see. <laughs> Sorry, that and we're and we're gonna talk uh morals around the screen actors guild and the screenwriters guild strike yes do you have a because no one no one participates in our freaking daggone doggone answer box questions on instagram uh, i don't have a boo on here i gotta add that boo so where do you have a place you want to start um because juliana is just like this is the 2023 person of grabbed by the pussy right and so it's like yeah creepy old man doing creepy old stuff dude he like the did you read the article i sent you i did not so it's apparently this woman worked for um worked for uh Rudy Giuliani from 2019 to 2021, I believe, okay. Miss uh, Noel Dunphy, and she's suing him for $10 million. Hey-o. And she alleged Giuliani forced her to have oral sex and intercourse with him in addition to making sexist, racist, drunken, and anti-Semitic remarks when she worked, f- worked for him. She also revealed that she recorded some of their interactions. Illegally. They left that part out? Yeah. I mean, because depending on the state, you can't record without their consent. Right. So all so most of that should be inadmissible. So you So you, I mean this is a this is a Daily Beast article, so they have a a heavy left tilt. Sure. But uh yeah, so the the, the title of this article is Come here, big tits. Rudy Giuliani's sex abuse accuser has the tapes and then the uh the uh what's what's it called the subtitle is my fucking slut by isabella ramirez breaking news intern so do they have the audio uh not on here okay so we've not heard him actually say it but we have the transcript of what was said and it's yikes right okay So does this does this ring a bell to you? Because to me it sounds like uh, Donald Sterling. Do you remember that? Yes. Speaking of Donald. Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, so Donald Sterling lost the what Los Angeles Clippers franchise was. I believe it was. Was I think so. to make a couple million dollars, a couple billion. Excuse me. Hard pause. A couple of billion dollars after being canceled. Um, after his 
uh, intern his slash side piece. girlfriend. Yeah, uh, recorded him and blah blah blah. So he went down for the same kind of thing. Um, in his bubble up until that point, I didn't know his name until that story broke. So mm-hmm. uh, I might have seen his face or might have heard that name just in because I watch basketball, but I had no idea. But everybody knows who Giuliani is uh, for obvious reasons. But like the slippery slope on this guy. Yeah. I mean, to go from nine eleven to where he's at now, it's it's crazy to see his behavior and see how much it's well, gone off the rails. So I'm gonna say something that's I, I'm okay, so I'm not agreeing with him by any means at all when I say this, okay? So I just need to make this very clear. Hold on. Who are you talking about? Let's be let's specify Ru- Rudy Giuliani. You don't you don't disagree with what? No, I no, I don't agree with him. Okay. You don't agree with I what? don't agree. I don't agree with his uh, fall from grace and the things that he's done and said and whatever. <clears throat> but, but imagine <laughs> you're a you're you're a pros, you're a district attorney, prosecuting attorney that's responsible. And one of the main reasons of being responsible for bringing down down the uh, the mafia in New York. Okay, so you're mega famous for that. Which then is you get thirty years ago, forty years ago, yeah. Okay. And then you get elected. Then you get elected mayor of New York City. Then, the largest attack on American soil since Pearl Harbor happens in your city. And what did he do? He de- just rallied the people. Right. And, no specificity. Yeah. He's he is a yeah. given a label because he was in a position and didn't fold like a lawn chair. Okay. Just making right. sure that. You're you are labeled America's mayor. You're basically no matter your picadillos, you're you're your king dingling. You're untouchable, you're on top, everyone loves you. How could you not let any of that shit go to your head? You know what I mean? Like the that same, level of the same way anyone complains about any sports athlete who gets a mega contract and then has behavior that is not relatable by the peons who pay to watch. Right. I saw the, I can't remember which comedian was saying it, but it was was during the, the Tiger Woods Piccadillo when he got caught uh, uh, cheating on his wife or whatever. And it was like, well, yeah, no shit. Like, (laughs) I, I, I didn't get the, uh, I, I understand the, the anger and rage, but I was like, it's also like, he's a multimillionaire that, how did you not see that coming kind of thing? Like, I don't know. I'm yeah. not justifying anything, but it's like, you, you're, you're not, however, you're, you're towing the line, <laughs> you're towing the line, uh, <laughs> because why would you have his name in your mouth at all? Like, why would he matter? Is it his stature? Is it his money? It's all of these things that are elite status-wise when people have their own problems or someone that you know has is a Rolling Stone and so has multiple families or whatever, right? Like, that is not... That's not 
exclusive to Tiger Woods or that class, that elite mm -hmm. athlete, legend, all that stuff. Like, again, I understand the temptation is magnified by 100 million percent. So the opportunities for him to fail are astronomical. So, yeah. So it's very understandable that he could make a mistake or that he could mm -hmm. or that he becomes habitual, which it sounds like it was. So it's like he is in an ecosystem to where the, everyone around him supports him. So just like right. Giuliani, everyone around him was supporting the high of 9-11 and then whatever comes after that. So, you know, people who are people who lack discipline are the easiest for that to be the case, right? And mm -hmm. so regardless if Tiger was Tiger or if Giuliano was Giuliani, they would still have the same uh, behavior pattern. It would just be with the people at your office building. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it would be somebody who lives down the block from you. It wouldn't be this person who you have zero access to outside of their startup. <coughs> So Giuliani was going to be a shit person. And then that's just like people who win the lottery. If you have no money and you're a shit person, you get a bunch of money. You're not a philanthropist. You don't become a philanthropist. You're just a shit person with money. And so now you, you feel entitled. Your entitlement goes through. Yep. So what you're saying, completely understand. You have a level of entitlement that you think you can get away with things. But in terms of morality, if you that's something you shouldn't get away with in the first place, you should not right. do it anyway. So the right. fact that so the fact that we toe a line and we say I understand why that's a possibility, yeah, that's how the lottery works. We understand it's a possibility you could win, so we all play, at one time or another when it got super high. I don't know anybody who hasn't done that, and if they have it, they are the exception, because we're all trying to accomplish that. We're all trying to relieve the stresses that money plays into our society. So when people like Giuliani and Tiger have all of the entitlement, but they have the funds to be smart about it and maintain their privacy and they slip up. That's what I don't understand. I don't have the money to build a team around me, a PR team that will make up for my mistakes that right. will help me not get canceled. They have all they have, they have teams of people whose life is dependent upon making sure that their boss or this person comes off in a good light. Right. right, or at least in a light that's not detrimental to their revenue stream, and that's all this man has done for the last twenty years, and it's now the peak of it is we're seeing it play out now, and so that behavior, that disgusting, that, and I don't want to kink shame. Let me be very clear. Ooh. I don't want to kink shame. You can be into your thing, and you can, and if the consent is there, then fly your flag. However. If someone comes forth and has these transcripts and has all this stuff and you don't have a pattern of talking to people like that on a normal basis or it's not your profession, problematic. So whether they're celebrity, whether they're elevated in the public sphere because of a celebrity or because of their proximity to whatever, like that behavior, we have to set up, we have to, we have to draw a line and we shouldn't tow it. We should step back and say, nah, that's the line. That's unacceptable. Because as parents, imagine someone Julianing one of our kids. <laughs> imagine you getting a text thread and that's what they send you. And it's with your daughter, bro. Just imagine that. You don't have it to. Would be, 
You can't relate. That motherfucker wouldn't be going to court. Yeah. I would. <laughs> Just like you started to show out last week. You're you're you are operating on a different frequency, dog. <laughs> so it doesn't matter your status. It doesn't matter how elite what da, 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 da. all that those are semantics. It all boils down to the basic behavior of infidelity, of temptation, and then once you're in a position of power, leveraging that so you can be freaky. Like Epstein, like all the people in Hollywood. You know, like all the people who use their position of power in order to be weird when they can't every other time. So, well, let's let's specify too. There's there's uh, kinks and there's being weird with consent, and then there's outright rapists, and they should be dragged behind horses on rocky roads until they're dead. I mean, the how we can disagree on the how. <laughs> <laughs> But well, the, you have a more brutal way to kill rapists? But the Go one, on. No, 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 no. I mean, we, I, I watched Squid Game. That was pretty brutal. I'm pretty sure if we devised a way to make pedophiles compete for their... Shut your bitch ass, George. Ooh, we started the show, and the label of the show, the, the thumbnail is a rooster. Well, did, we even talk about, did we talk about this at all? Yeah, uh, I, th- yeah I said I had a rooster in the cage. <laughs> okay, well, we just talked about it. Anyway, yeah, yeah. So the, the title of the show is My Rich in a Box. He has a cock in a cage near him. And so we started to talk about what we were going to discuss tonight. And out of nowhere, just in the background. So, yep. so that was uh, that's part of what we were going to discuss as well. Uh, I guess trigger warning. There, there probably will be a rooster call at some point in time during the show. Is that a triggering thing? I don't know. I mean, oh. it's, a loud no- it's a loud noise. So if you're... Uh, if you're uh, sensory sensitive, okay, Auditory. I can see where a, all of us all of a sudden a loud rooster screaming at you would kind of cause a. <laughs> okay, so please give the people context on why you have a dick in a box. <laughs> I like the pause. I like the I like the pause. So, um, so I talked about last week how I had to go and dispatch a rooster. So before I dispatched that rooster, that rooster was fighting with hens and another bird. And I went over there and Kayla said, I think you need to take this one home. It might be a rooster. And I was like, Kayla, I've gendered all of these. You know, I've checked for penises on all of these fucking things. This one doesn't have a dick, but whatever, I'll take it home. I bring this thing home and within a day, its color starts to change. He gets his rooster tail. Freaking starts growing the the top thing and the goblet. And, and, and then uh, early in the mornings and when the sun goes down, it starts. Shoot. So I've had this thing for two weeks. George, dude. Perfect. Had the, I've had this thing for about two weeks. And uh, yeah. Um, I'm not supposed to have him within the residential space. Laughing, he's laughing at me. What's going on? Yeah, yeah. So I'm not, I'm not supposed to have him in a residential space. So uh, I'm trying to hide him until I can either uh, find a place for him to go, or find a place for him to go, because. 
This is the chillest rooster ever. I, I'll pull him out later. He'll just sit on my arm. He's real chill. But uh, That's going to sound hilarious with no context. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Check out my cock on my arm. What so, time is it? <laughs> okay. So you said that he's not loud in residential spaces. Right. So city ordinance states that you can't have them because of noise. Pretty much, yeah. So that's then, uh, that's city on its own, and then you have the HOA for your community, correct? Right, and I also have the neighbor that's like, why are your dogs loud oh, after 7.30? God, I forgot the... I forgot... Captain... Oh, man, I forgot about that guy. So... Yeah, they haven't they haven't been back over since I just quit answering the door. That So... Okay, so what about the HOA? Have they been reaching out? No. Um, <laughs> this is this is a preemptive move on my part. Okay. But uh, yeah, man, I just don't. You've not gotten any complaints from anyone else. Mm-mm. Okay. I mean, you live out in an area where that noise shouldn't be unfamiliar. Right. Technically. However, with the standards of them trying to elevate the communities and. I live I live next to a golf course and right so so yeah uh, well I don't I don't know how this community is going to get elevated there sure seems to be a lot of uh, not so white children playing basketball at all hours uh, over here at the uh, basketball at the basketball court and uh, I mean everyone's welcome but uh, someone's someone's not someone's not holding the line. Dude, I, I can guarantee there's some pissed off fucking people. Sure, you can come play golf, but you can't come in the country club. Right. So, like like, so the rooster hasn't been an official problem, but you are. No. But you are. So is, is he considered contraband at this point? Pretty much. Okay. So you know that you have to either. I don't know. I don't know. Is there a situation where you so, can remove his vocal cords? Well. There's these like roost. There's rooster collars that are supposedly supposed to help. Chokers. With with no, it's just a collar. It doesn't choke. But it doesn't but like the, the expand enough to make the noise, though, right? Uh, yeah, that that feels cruel as fuck. You know what I mean? <laughs> that feels cruel as fuck. Like anyway, here's my nature. Here's something that I have. Here's here's something I have to do via my DNA. Oh man! You know? Yeah. Okay. So it's like it can be quiet. So it's either you get rid of them or you eat them. Yeah, I tried eating that leghorn, man. It was gross. So I don't know if I'm gonna eat George. Yeah, that, one, <laughs> that one died under duress. So that one was the most hardcore motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I gotta give shout out to that rooster. He was oh man, hard nosed son of a bitch. Damn. Refusing uh-huh. to die, motherfuckers. Oof. No, well, here, 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 pull up uh, just your camera real quick. We might as well just get him out. <laughs> here comes the cock, ladies and gentlemen, uh, everyone. Uh, so, yeah, we started this off talking about uh, Giuliani hey, and then, you know, parlaying obviously into the behavior that's that's touched in Hollywood. Um, whoa, 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 here you go, buddy. Here it is. <laughs> yeah. This is George, everybody. So, so prior to, how long ago could you not 
discerned. But look how big this fucking bird is, dude. Yeah. Massive. <laughs> Just huge. <laughs> As fit, it's a, not not too long ago you couldn't tell the gender. Or you yeah. could, or you just thought it was a female. Oh yeah, no, like I was I checked and checked and checked and it was just like no dick, nothing. And it just must have been like it must be just like a late bloomer or something, you know what I mean? <laughs> but yeah, like you see how he just sits? Yeah. He's chill. He's I yeah, think this is so he realizes he's on camera. Yeah. We see you, George. <laughs> you sh you want back in your hole? Huh? I think you're George, gonna be all right. I promise. I think George understands <laughs> the le his leverage in the situation. <laughs> he knows he's not yeah. there. Yeah. I'm just gonna be me till no, I'm. No, but like he—he's all of a sudden. It was, the, it was all of a sudden because he was just the same size as all the hens. And then I brought him out here, and it was within like two days. He just started getting massive. Like if he's like he's sitting on my hand right now. This if this fucker was to stand up, he is tall. He's about two and a half feet tall, <laughs> and he's like just his body is uh, probably about thirteen, fourteen inches long. Do you let him run kids and stuff? No problem. Hell yeah! No, Ruth goes up and picks him up all the time. So. This is the chillest rooster I've ever seen. <laughs> like, doesn't attack, doesn't peck, just chills. He's just a loud motherfucker, huh? What's up, George? Yeah, man. This is my George. All right, you want to go to bed? Yeah, come on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh man, we've got night. Don't know how long he's gonna be around. <laughs> yeah, hopefully I can find a uh, like a somebody that's needing a rooster. But you know, <laughs> how far out do you have to go to be outside of city limits where you're at? Or is the red line just like a big fucking surface area like Mesa? Dude, it's like 15 minutes, and I'm already into the open desert pretty much right i mean if push comes to shove coyotes gotta eat <laughs> out in the desert you go but you just drop them off i don't want to kill yeah like i don't want to kill this dude i do not want to kill this rooster this is the coolest goddamn rooster i've ever seen like so there's a little there's a little one out there now at the farm and Brittany named him uh david rose after uh david from schitt's creek okay the son Brittany loved that show i saw a couple episodes got a couple chuckles out of me but it wasn't like a i need to sit down and watch the whole thing he slapper gotcha yeah but so she's got uh so so she named that little it's white and black he's real cool looking and then uh, she named one uh, Alexis too, but um, that little rooster is a shit. He's only about this big. Like so we just saw George. George was this big. <laughs> this thing is this big, and that little fuck will sneak up and just hit you with his talons. Ooh, 
I've kicked that thing across the run so many times. <laughs> Trying to damn dominance, uh, establish dominance on me. In your house. Or it stays outside. Is George? Oh, no, he stays outside. outside. Oh, George. Yeah, George is. Uh, so that that uh, rooster is at the big, big farm. Okay. George used to be at the big farm too, but he had to. Uh, he he yeah. But anyway, I I told you. That, so we have one that has. Um, it looks like he's wearing pants. He's got feathers all the way down to like the tips of his feet. Yeah. And that's uh, that's pants. Unless he's wearing pants. And I told you, like, after I, after the leghorn died, like, took its last breath, it immediately... <laughs> and then he immediately started, like, the, the next day was already starting to grow his shit. Yeah. And, like, nature wild, man. Nature's wild. So was George around when the last one was running things? Uh, the, the reason why I have George is because the last one was trying to run him out of the life. <laughs> oh, George is the one. Yeah, George George pulled George pulled a move, man. George got his competition X'd out and is now staying inside. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then, and, then, and then during the day, he kicks it with a duck that leaves him alone. Like, <laughs> George's George hustle is strong. Respect. Respect. No, you hear him over here? Yeah. He's, he's acknowledging. Yeah. I know. Respect. I know. So before we got started with this, I had to let Jake know I got an email uh, this morning from Acast, which is the uh, they host the podcast. Um, Sober Swole, is it hosted there exclusively now? Um, so, uh, so man, I I don't know how Danny had it set up. I don't know if the new episodes are getting up there or not. Oh, you haven't checked. I have no, no I have no clue. Yeah. Oh, very cool. All right. Well, it's, yeah. I'm on Acast because <laughs> of, so um, I, but again, I set it up for truths and ladders just so it was up there. Blah, 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 blah. Haven't really messed with it. <laughs> Got an email this morning uh, from Acast talking about uh, voiceover work and um, just if I was interested, gave me some, details i was like sure why not so i put in the uh i started filling out the application and unsurprisingly there's a section where it's like you have to do a voiceover clip and so um i took the time in 30 minutes i think i got (laughs) and uh and so i sent it in and whether i'll hear back on that we'll see but i told jake about it before we started recording and he's like oh they must need voiceover work because of all the strikes going on and i was immediately just like Hadn't even crossed my mind. Just saw the opportunity and put it in for the sake of the opportunity. That was it. So the fact that that was your first thought made me smile. And I was just like, ooh. And then mm-hmm. I, I had that reaction. And then what was your reaction right after that? Uh, fuck it. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> no moral conundrum whatsoever. No. He's like, I'm not in Hollywood. I'm not part of the guild. <laughs> no. So, uh, I got I got six kids. Like they need some temporary voices to do some shit. Hit me the right. fuck up. <laughs> and, and I was just looking at like my finances and, and setting up, you know, the goals for the rest of this year and heading into next year. And I was looking at like, you know, how much money you want to make a day, how much money that turns into a day 
in order for you to make a certain amount at the end of the year, right? Uh, so yep. you work out your salary. And so $200, like 300 bucks, like if you want to make 600, if you want to make six figures, <laughs> you should try to have, you should try to make 300 bucks a day. And so doing this kind of voiceover work would facilitate that kind of income. And so it's just like, I'm not sure how often it would be, but if it turned into something to where I was just able to do that, where I'm at, it's exactly the kind of thing I want to do on the side because I can do it sporadically or consistently and, you know, for short spurts of time. And so no, have no idea what this means, but if it turns into an opportunity, fantastic. If not, um, in terms of morals though, like I didn't even know the guild covered voice actors, uh, and all that. But, um, like you said, I don't have like a, a moral obligation either way. So I don't really feel bad even looking into it or entertaining it, but it was interesting that you brought it up. And I said, you know, thank you for bringing that up. Cause it's interesting to hear that your take. Well, the thing was said, it was like any of the, it was, uh, you know, Fran Drescher's the president of the screen actors guild now, uh, you know, and, uh, it was, I think she said, uh, if any actor crosses the line during this strike, there's no way, there's no chance they they'll be accepted into the screen actors guild when the strike's over. Right. And that does not matter to me. <laughs> I, 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 was, I wasn't a fan of being in the union when I was in one. And uh, with the way my family is set up now, I'll take the job. Right. And you were talking about that. So in terms of like supporting shows and just watching whatever you're going to watch, there's mm -hmm. no for you there either because you're just going to watch whatever you want to watch right uh, yeah i mean it's i've always been it's you know your freedom of association right if i want to watch this i'm going to watch it if i don't want to watch it why would i give it my money and time like and that then that's not going against what these people are striking against either i need to make that clear i agree with them for them, like when it comes to the AI body scans and using your likeness in perpetuity, how they're getting screwed out of royalties with streaming companies changing their name. Um, Cause I think what a lot is going to come out is these, I think a lot of the streaming services are losing their asses. But, but I don't think they are because of what you just said. You said you're going to watch what you're going to watch. So people oh, no, but like, so the, so it the is, cost it, of production, it, the cost of paying your actors, and the cost of everything, you're at best, a lot of these streaming services might be breaking even. Like, no, man. At, at best. I, just, I, at, I was out there, and it didn't look like they were breaking even. <laughs> Their facility did not look like break even money. They look like they're doing well off money. So, oh, yeah. I, I mean, it's, I'm, but there's been nest eggs upon nest eggs built. And of course, they've, you know, what I'm talking about is the fact that you will continue to support the streaming services in light of the strike. One, because the, the people striking are themselves not telling you to stop watching things, which to me sounds like a mistake. But you said that you'll still rent. You'll go to. A <laughs> you said that you'll still watch what you want to watch for the sake of you wanting to watch it. So I can't just I can't agree with the sentiment that they're losing hand over fist if everybody feels like you 
they'll still watch it because it's not disrupting their revenue stream. You're a subscriber. You're still paying a monthly fee for the thing, so nothing is changing on their end. Same thing with me. Same thing with anyone else who feels the type of way about whatever in terms of the subscriptions that they have signed up for because that's the important thing, right? We've all signed up for it. So in any, in any, with terms of anything, you have to put your money where your mouth is. So I don't, I'm not going to go see Barbie. I'm not going to go see Oppenheimer. I'm not going to go see anything in the theater because that's how they maximize the return on their investment. I'll catch it when it's, you can't hear me. Oh, I got you now. Okay. It's like you, I'll catch it. So like you said, I'm going to watch it, but I watch it on my terms. So I watch it once it becomes a part of something I'm already paying for. So I'm not going to pay additional money. So like the same thing happened with the NFL. I used to get all the packages. I used to be very involved with it, invested outside of just watching it. Now I just watch whatever is part of what I already have going on and I make amends otherwise because I'm not going to supplement them on the back end of Kaepernick, which I also saw another article about Kaepernick today, which all NFL teams came out and said that there is no way that Kaepernick will wind up on a roster, even with health concerns of other quarterbacks going down throughout the year. They said that out the gate and they went out of their way to include Tom Brady in that same message. They were like, Tom isn't coming back. He's retired. Kaepernick under no circumstance will represent any team. I was like, yo, and he's anyway. So yeah, it's a, it's that same principle, right? To where I'm not going to put any additional funds to where they're at because that's how they ultimately get paid, right? Trickle down Mm -hmm. economics the people who are getting, who are on the picket lines, who are not getting paid well, wind up having to work for these conglomerates just to have a job. So in the sentiment of ACAST and not caring about people who would eat off of the back of that voiceover work, I have more empathy for them for that sake because I saw a graphic of the streaming services, CEOs and their wages, and all of them were nine figures. Astronomical for no reason. So yeah, so you're, so, so... Maybe Netflix as a whole is breaking even, but if you're a good businessman or business person, you are maximizing the profit that you can expense off while showing just barely breaking even for tax purposes. So they're probably still doing it right either way, but it shows up that they made like $600 million or something. Like it's craziness. So like, yeah, for, for, and it, for it to be like 2%, to be able to meet the demands that they're asking for. It's so, it's such a small cut of butter. Like, a, like if you were trying to take butter, if someone asked you, oh, can you do a little butter on that? Like the amount of spread you need in order to divvy off that money to everybody else is so small. It's so small. No, and I'm, I don't disagree with you that at all. I think, um, I think uh, the, the royalty system is screwed up. Yeah, trash. Um, body, <clears throat> body scan shit, trash. That scares the shit out of me. Expound. Like, well, it's like, <clears throat> unless there is my explicit information in a contract that is beneficial to my family that increases with current day inflation, you know what I mean? Like something that if you're going to use my likeness for whatever it has to one, use my, you use my likeness. I get residuals off that period. You have to pay me to use it in the first fucking place. <clears throat> and as time goes, it stays consistent with the times money. Gotcha. That's the only way 
I can see that ever going. But there's that's like um I'll tell you where it's going right now, but please continue. That's like taking uh that's like making a making Fast and the Furious four hundred and six and the the main villain is Charlie Chaplin. Yeah. <laughs> Wild as hell. Yeah. Yeah, what makes but sense? Then, the there is no there is no Charlie Chaplin to collect residuals. It's the right. estate of the estate of the estate of the estate at this point. So do you think that however far down the line that those people should be able to demand the residuals on work that they didn't even have a part in? If you are going to use someone's likeness potentially in perpetuity, you should be able to get paid in perpetuity to your estate. But oh, so but why? They didn't it do anything. Be part it's yeah. not they didn't, they didn't. But so so that's just an entitlement thing. Like that's a privilege yep. that's extended to the rich. Yeah. Oh, that's the, that's the, I was gonna say that's the same thing as as uh, passing your inheritance down. You're an heiress or an heir, and then. No. There's no, there's no, that's, that's, that's a whole different thing. That's, that's, that's higher. That's, yeah, that's a whole different thing. I'm talking about just regular, degular folks with money passing something down to another person, which is usually set up in real estate or it's some kind of, you know, tangible thing outside of finances um, crypto or investing. So, like, the idea that you can have money and then, four or five generations down the road you're still getting residuals off of that but then you feel like entitled in a way about how you receive your money even though you had nothing to do with how you're getting that money because for the sake of charlie chaplin that's an iconic figure who's and 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 how okay how far down the bloodline does that go because in terms of marriage and so can you marry into that money like, how does that work? I mean, I'd hope so. Like, yeah, exactly. So those lines get <laughs> on and messy. So that's a whole, that's a slippery slope right there. So <clears throat> that sounds a little bit egregious. But I'll tell you where that's going on currently and where it will not stop going on is NCAA sports. Everything you're talking about now, the likeness, being able to set the terms on how they're paid, how their family benefits from it. None of these college players for the history of the NCAA have had that. Even until recently, even with the the little the little transfer window or whatever that allows them to make money on the side in a different capacity, all of that is so the NCA does not have to pay them. So someone else is paying them, and they're just agreeing to allow them to be paid, which was on the back end of Reggie Bush, or insert profound athlete who tried to monetize their likeness simply being a popular person on campus, they would get in trouble. They would they could lose their scholarship by signing an autograph, dude, by getting paid to do that. And so the idea that you're talking about studios copying, pasting your likeness for the sake of monetary uh, gain, all of the NCAA sports, all of the video game consoles, all of that stuff, those people made money hand over fist on the likeness of these players. And up until recently, there was it had to go all the way to the Supreme Court just to get the ball rolling so that these people could start getting, start to get paid. But everyone mm-hmm. else came before them. Capitalism. Yeah. Well, it's, uh, I think that, 
So if I you, think, it, in all honesty, I think Reggie Bush should get his uh, should get his Heisman back. Why? Because what did he do that was wrong? Made money off himself. Everything you're talking yeah. about. But the, I don't think that's wrong at all. In fact, the, con- the, the, the signed contract to play football states that you can't do that. You signed a contract saying you wouldn't do that. You're a union guy. You're a contract guy. So, I'm a con- I, I would. I, I'm not a union guy. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're not a union guy, but you're a contract guy. So if you yeah. that stated that you couldn't get paid for your likeness, you then got paid for your likeness and then got in trouble for it. You're sticking to your principles, right? That's true. So Reggie shouldn't get. You're his- right. You're right. Not only should Reggie not get his trophy back, but Anyone who has ever tried to come up on the back of their own name while being in college should be blacklisted. Should and that should and that so, that should go into the NFL. That should go into the pros if they're one if they were really about that life. Do you have that same energy towards um Pete Rose in the Hall of Fame? How are the two the same? Well, because so Pete Rose will never get into the Baseball Hall of Fame because of his uh, gambling scandal. Okay, but we but we want to make sure we don't conflate gambling with amateur sports. No, yeah, no. I was just I was just saying in general. I'm not saying I'm not conflating the two. I'm just saying they're two separate issues, but they are both contract violations. Sure. Yeah. So on the principle of it, he he voided his own contract. He 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 disqualified himself. Okay. Will he go down as one of the greatest? Was it shortstop? Yes. Why do I picture him at shortstop? I'm thinking Ozzy. No, yeah, Ozzy Smith was the fucking greatest shortstop yeah, to yeah. play baseball. Where's <laughs> the at? Shut up, George. I just I can picture him running bases. I don't ever see him fielding them. Yeah, he's he outfield. Outfield. Yeah, I'm about to get I'm about to get fact checked online for this one. Anyway. But yeah, Pete Rose was a great athlete. Yeah. A phenomenal. Outfield, first base, third base. But yeah. He was a switch hitter. But yeah, he he a phenomenal talent who bet on himself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, it's the same thing. And whether he used his leverage in the dugout to hedge his own bets. So that's illegal according to the contract he signed. So by those principles. Absolutely. One of the greatest baseball players ever should not be qualified to be recognized accordingly because of the contract they signed. So where was where, where was discrimination in Colin Kaepernick's uh, situation? Because, because he can't even get a job and the NFL has colluded, has collectively agreed to not allow him to participate on a team as a quarterback. They've all come, they've publicly said it. So it's like, he can't even have a job to compete, to accumulate the stats, to be considered among whatever talks, right? So he can't even get in the door, dog. So, and we will never know what that check was, what they settled on, but this man is still dedicated to try and be an NFL player. And it's not. I can't remember. There's a couple wide receivers that were out training with him. Yeah, no, he's he's had stars come through. He's had people he's had people co-sign. He's had he's he's put up an ability to be a backup quarterback bare minimum. 
Bare minimum, yeah. So the idea that they can't, yeah, it's. So they so that they voided their own contract, and they won't even allow him to do another one to say, "Oops, my bad," because what is he going to do? They're going to put him in a position to get injured. Like, and if he's aging, the NFL likely, and the way that they, especially with the running back situation that's going on right now, like the way that they treat bodies, they should not be hesitant to put comp, to put Kaepernick back on the field because the older he gets. The more time goes by and the more that he has to play against people who don't agree with him or have bad blood from that circumstance, that increases the likelihood of him getting hurt. And so on the back end of DeMar Hamlin last season, maybe they don't want those extra problems. So they're just, they're eliminating the possibility of liability by allowing him to step on the field at all. (laughs) That's a stance right there, dude. That is a stance. So, holy shit. Oh, man. What else were we going to talk about? You mentioned something else. Oh, we were going to talk about uh, old DJT. Oh. Young, for- young 45. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Captain, I can't get in trouble enough. Dude. So is so is Rudy is Rudy's news is that a distraction from Trump being indicted again? While while being the front runner. <laughs> they announced it and his polls boosted again. They're again. Never, never not gonna go up, dude. Like they'll they'll literally pay. They're getting paid. Their following is supporting them. Like they've been grifting off them, so all of the defense, all of the people that are talking on their behalf, they get to pay them from their own supporters. So it's yep. a cycle, bro. It's never gonna go away. Well, um, those parades disappeared, though. I'll tell you that much. I ain't seen a Trump parade I, in a while. Yeah, I haven't seen my uh, my angry redneck out in your out in the sticks. They're not out there either, dude. There used to be a cat that rolled around in his big old jacked up lifted truck with. Uh, Two Trump flags hanging out the back of his truck. I used to see him every day. I haven't seen that fool in a long time. Where have all the Trump flags gone? Don't get it. Well, so my thing is, I wasn't going to vote for fucking Trump anyway. I'm not going to vote for Biden either. But we're, you know, we're just talking about principles. We're talking about signed contracts. We're talking about law and order. So mm-hmm. you break the law. Should you be able to run for president? Should you be able to hold office? Should you be able to get within 500 feet of a school? <laughs> like, like, if you are, I'll treat it just like I treated the Rittenhouse trial and the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial. I made sure to watch all of that shit before I had an opinion on it. Okay. If, if, Trump is tried and convicted with all the facts present. No, he shouldn't be able to hold office. Fuck no. So why should he be able to even run? Like, why is he even in the conversation? Why has he not? Because you're, why has, because you're it, not canceled. Because it, go, it goes back into innocent until proven guilty. 
No, 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 no. Behavior. We're see, we've seen it all. The dude is like the track record of him. Not first of all, there's two things, right? There's one, all of the shit that he's actually done, right? And two is his record in court. His record at going after people. <laughs> his record of falsely. Cockstrong. His record of the situation in New York where he put those people's. He he took out a full page ad to accuse people who were innocent. You talk about innocent until proven guilty. He is the captain of the opposite of what you're talking about. So mm -hmm. keeping that same energy, why should he not be treated the same? Why, why should he not be in a hole somewhere uh, incapable of affecting the election? George is a thousand percent on your side. Every point you've made, he's been, he's been oh. cheering you on. How can he hear me? That's what I want to know. I don't know. He's got that sixth sense. <laughs> Maybe he can hear you through the headphones because he's got like super ears or some shit. But yeah, it's about this consistency. That's all I'm asking is where does the consistency lie? Because this man has been a habitual line, line stepper his entire professional entire life. His entire life. But yet you're still talking about all of the evidence. What more do you need to see that you haven't already seen, whether it's the insurrection itself or his own words being played back against him in court? The whole First off, the insurrection. The, the insurrection didn't go far enough, and uh, so again, apathy, but, uh, downplaying it, like all of that stuff. None of that matters because we have literal video evidence of it. So you can flip the narrative however you want, but it's not hard to take a audio snippet of people on the right talking about Black Lives Matter, the Jason Aldean supporters, that whole coalition putting that audio on top of insurrection footage and it fits perfectly. Like that's not, that's not an accident. So it's like the idea that we see that behavior. We see what Giuliani said. We see the behavior. We hear the grotesque words. We hear just the ill factor, but yet we're supposed to give him the benefit of the doubt because of nine 11, but yet we're still supposed to add up all the stuff that he did prior 30 years ago to all that. That's what we do. We, we, our conditioning is to not trample on people who have made a name for themselves in some part just because they've made a name for themselves. Even though their behavior, if they were just a common folk like us, they would be under the jail right now. So the, the amount of money that's behind it and the way that they continue to get money on the back end of this fuckery, dog, it is, we need better bad guys. The bad guys aren't even good. Like they're not even good at what they do, yeah. but they're still able to run for president. Like that's nuts, dude. How does that comic make sense? How does that? How does that movie, if it if it's made and we watch it in the theater, how are we not destroying that plot apart? <laughs> how are we not saying, hold on? How is this guy running for president from prison? How how does this movie make any sense at all? I can see the YouTube uh, review of that from just a random person. So like, let me. Let me backtrack and clarify. Listen to George. If he, yeah, if he is tried and convicted and goes to prison, fuck no, he should not be able to run for president. That's those are is, okay. That's a, you said a but That's a ifs. If 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 if. Let's just live in reality. Yeah. Let's just take everything for what it's worth on face value. How has he yeah. even be able to consider a legitimate contender? Because 
Gary Johnson, uh, the chick that you voted for. Like those people, they didn't do half of what he did just off top. And they are deemed illegitimate because of their affiliation. Mm-hmm. They're not a consider. They're not. These nuts got more votes than the ladies whose name I can never remember. Joe Jorgensen. Jorgensen. JJ. So, uh, yeah, I no, I can't. I can't. It's difficult for me to talk about principle, to take people for what they, when people show you who they are and not believing them. I can't bird mm-hmm. box. I can't do that. When you see it, when seeing is believing and you, and they're showing you the evidence is just adding up, adding up, adding up. And you're talking about a pattern of behavior and they're not doing anything to make you switch up and to think, oh, I can't say that because they did this. If that all continues to add up, uh, it's a one-sided. You want to talk about the weight of balance, right? The law and order or whatever. It's like, did you see Forrest Mommy? I didn't. So it's so one-sided that it's like you want to talk about. So, so does that mean that if one thing comes out and they accuse him of it and it's not true, does that mean that it eliminates everything else? Because the one thing is, is proven false? No, all things proven true should be taken within full accountability. My whole th- boring politicians. <laughs> My whole thing is everything got so goddamn tribal that people in general have refused to think. And it's caused a tailspin into No, that wasn't that wasn't that that's not we didn't just get here. That is no. we allowed a pattern of behavior to continue and it has marginalized how we move. It has marginalized how we operate. And so we now can't even trust the sources that were considered trustworthy. So now you can get more credible news on Twitter or X or threads or whatever than you can and faster than you can on legitimate news sources. Because we allowed, because we played into the monetization of Trump's antics, of putting him on television 24-7 every time he did anything, let alone every time he messed up, or mm-hmm. then simply choosing to ignore it or to be silent when he did something egregious. All of those things has been happening for the last five, six years. So we're now conditioned to be like, oh, oh, you can't trust any politician. Oh, oh. So now it's all everything is canceled. All everything cannot be deemed credible because we've mushed it all together because there's been no specificity because we've said, Oh, well, everybody's gotten this point. No, everyone has chosen. They've made choices over and over and over again. That has led us to this point to where what the statement you made is correct to where people don't try. I was a John McCain guy during uh because uh president obama was elected when as i when i was in iraq the second time okay and that was like because i was my mindset at the time was we needed someone that knows war because we're in war as a war dog 
yeah. as a guy who's actively in a war. <laughs> fighting for Dunmap. You're fighting. Fighting for You're fighting. oil rights. You're fighting. O- oil rights. WMDs, allegedly. Yeah. At risk. Dude, at that, so my second pump, we knew that like, I was 100% official the WMD stuff was bullshit. Like, <laughs> Still over there getting paid. Yeah. Still costing taxpay- taxpayers out their ass. Still, still, still feeding into the military industrial complex that is now out of control. Yep. So again, it's not we've just gotten here. We have allowed these things to happen over the steady course of action. And then instead of leaning into the truth tellers and the things that are actually real and factual and true, we we simply do the uh, revisionist history of it. We do the tribalism that you speak of. We say, nope, I'm going to defend my side at all costs. And so I'm going to just be loudest and the most whatever about it because of, like we talked about a few episodes ago, the personality disorder, right? To where it's like you're now feeding into the psychology of the reward system for your problematic behavior. And social media pays you dopamine hits hand over fist just continues to do it. And then it reads, it studies your behavior so it can figure out how to optimize that. <laughs> so yeah, dog, it's not just happening. We're literally feeding into our own discomfort. Mm-hmm. So being able to even be considered legitimate when prison is on the table is hilarious. Like just think about going to try to get a job at like McDonald's and they are like, okay, so you got a little bit of a, so Okay, so you've been out of work for a little bit. What's going on? Oh, well, I've got this trial pending. Yeah. You can't make fries, bro. <laughs> what do you mean? You can't make fries. They won't they'll laugh at you. They'll be like, please, please just go. Go do something else. <laughs> just, just go find a grift because you are hireable. Like, that is hilarious, dog. On top of the public persona that this man has. You know how they talk about how it's very important for your social media to be uh, publicly acceptable. So whether you just keep private to yourself so you don't put anything public or the things that you put public are uh, calculated, if, if you will. And so, mm-hmm. like, that, dude, that dude's a ref. Like, you can, like, just, if, if I try to get a job somewhere, they tried to Google my name. I'm not sure what they're going to run into that's bad. But if they do, it'll probably be from the show, from an opinion from conversation, from context that's out of, you know, that's not taken or that's just ignored or whatever. But, like, my reputation in terms of what I've done with other people in public, like, it speaks for itself. And so if someone wants to Google me, they'll have a hard time finding anything on me because I don't put myself out there to be a public figure either. This dude is a public figure. That's his whole thing. And so if you Google this man's name and then tried to hire, so they tried to hire me and my name came up the way that his results do, dog, you can't get a job. No. You can't make fries, man. You can't. So, yeah, it is absurd that this is even our reality. Oh, but hey, there was a non-alien pilot or a non, yeah, yeah. non-human pilot with biological residue or whatever. <laughs> Beam me up, Scotty. Because yeah. I'm done with this place. This place is fucking... We are a sundown town for real. 
you could you could say I don't believe that shit either. <laughs> this is yeah. This is aliens driving by us and then looking at the exit sign and going, "Nope, we'll get the next one." Because <laughs> that neighborhood does not look friendly. And then you hear, you hear George over here giggling. Yeah, George is giggling, and so it's like we were talking about that. Did I talk about that last week on here? How they sell alien abductions as propaganda. But it's actually a good time. (laughs) So just think of like Ibiza or Burning Man. That like spiritual experience. That is what getting dubbed into a UFO is actually. But they have to sell it as as nope. They sell it as nope. So that way we don't leave. I talked about that with a person I was helping move. I was like, you know how these complexes, uh, they make everything close and difficult to move in and out, so that way you don't want to leave. You don't ever move. I was like, that's why it's so hard. Yeah. I, we need George every time. George is just co-signing all night. For- <laughs> <laughs> I, I, can, I can make that happen. Hey, that's what you want. As long as, make, as, can... as long as Forest Mommy's on board, I will make sure that it'll happen. Dude, I can get George a, a permanent little, like, permanent birdcage over here. He'll sit over my shoulder and just let so, you know what's up. I'll have a little dick perch. <laughs> <laughs> you got a cock cage over your shoulder. All right. Oh, hey, I have to show you. Uh, I have to show you these fluff balls that Brit, Brit got. Okay. The silkies. Sorry, total. Yeah. ADHD. ADHD. ADHD derail there. Hey yo. <gasps> oh man. All right, sir. We're at just over an hour. We did it. Let's talk about uh, we got political for a second. And again, I want to make sure that we always talk about this, how neither of us are choosing either side. We just are having a discussion on the facts. of So whether you want to paint us in a picture or try and label us one or the other, neither of us are either. So uh, good luck with that. Um, Also, I want to give a quick shout out to um, Agave Indoor Golf Club. I just joined the spot. It is off of uh, Jermaine, just north of the Chandler Airport. Um, met the owner last week, went there yesterday, signed up, going back there tomorrow with my group from BNI. Going to check it out with them, have a little foursome. Uh, that sounds weird. <gasps> Let me say that again. We have a tea time scheduled, so um, going to use that as a, as a meeting space for myself, but it is very cool on top of the fact that it's indoors while it's brutal outside. So uh, give a shout out to Jeff. Jeff Nelson is the owner over there, and uh, yeah, very cool idea. Wish him the best, and uh, yeah, that's it. That's all for me. Well, <sighs> say good night, George. Your size tonight. What do I got to say to get George? Whoop whoop. <laughs> what is? I I don't know how to speak chicken. No, uh, now he's like, no, nah, they want me to. They want me to make noise. Fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> No, I, uh, it's been another week of chaos here at the Howard House. And, uh, I would like to thank DJ Swirl and Bye to Bye Studios once again for my little escape, my little break from reality. Um, yeah. we haven't talked, we haven't talked about sobriety in a hot minute on the sober show. I have not. Um, but all, doesn't all of this affect your sobriety in one way or another? Oh, yeah. So I don't feel like we have to, like, say 
in sober news. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> to do it to where it's like, cause everything we're talking about pulls at your mental. And so yep. the, the idea of ironing out our thoughts, our expectations, our assumptions is healthy in my mind in this space because we frame it that way. We're using it just yep. to talk things out because of the buzzwords, because of the headlines, because of our busy, chaotic lives that this is a good opportunity for us to talk shit, for us to talk shop and, 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 to, and, to, and to show that sobriety is active work. That it's not just about I, you not drinking. I've been pushed to my limits a couple yeah. times. Um, like I almost ran, ran away, uh, but like last Thursday, like <laughs> text me, huh? Was that the same day you text me? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. I was, you were in a moment. You had a moment uh, for sure. Dude, I was, I was about to say, fuck it and go on the road and see what the hell happened. Like, so what was the tipping point? Or was it just the the combo? I, I'm, I'm sure I can say this. Oh. Um, <laughs> so my wife is currently in a custody dispute with the courts involving um, her ex-husband and the father of the three stepkids. We've spoke on that before, for sure. Right. Um, her lawyer that she hired at the suggestion of her friend dropped the ball multiple times. So there is, um, there is the stress level already associated with everything. And then on top of my wife found out through her ex-husband, Hey, are you going to sign this paperwork? Cause it's due at the court today even though she was unaware of a ruling that came out a few days before that because her lawyer didn't fill her in. Yeah. So she fired that bitch. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) um, But uh, I'm sure once everything's all said and done, I'll be able to speak on it more, but holy fuck, man. Like, it's just been a real stressful, hard mess around here to be blunt. It's been, uh, it's been mentally and spiritually hard around this place. And then it's, um, every, like, we can't even, we can't talk to the big kids about anything according to this, this court order. So we're like, we're not even supposed to bring up their dad's, to them not awkward at all so if they say something like well i have to do this over at dad's we just have to go oh did you see the sun came up today you know like yeah it's there's a the 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 burden is quite quite grande so, so what do you need now? What's the next step? How can I help? Do I do I on it? Do I dip into my my BNI resources and try and find family law help? I mean, sure, if there is one. Well, like I mean, uh, 
I, because I, there's 1,600 members in Arizona. I'm assuming there's a few family law practitioners. Mm-hmm. But there is – that's something that I'll have to talk with my wife over because there is other details that I can't give out yet involving that <laughs> on a live show. So we'll, we'll talk off, we'll talk off the air and uh, yeah, man, it's just been on top of the kids on top of school coming back on top of yeah your rooster situation. Rooster situation. Ruth have, is starting school again tomorrow. I'm talking about the animals and we have sobriety. Yeah. So I think that they're the ones yeah. who maybe, maybe that's because they are the, are the, are they positive on your sobriety? My oh, dude, taking care of the birds has been the best thing for me. So then, technically, you have been, because you've been speaking on your birds early and often on the shows, between the duck, between the dog, between this rooster, the last rooster. Like, pretty sure the last few episodes have been entitled regarding <laughs> the. So yeah, man. Uh, whether we are breaking it down and saying here's our sober moment of the day and talking about how messing with your ducks and your your chill ass rooster helps your mental like that's sobriety right that's that's leading that's something that you are using in your daily life that's allowing you to to be to find balance to where you're not trying to take off and disappear and see what happens you know what i mean like gotta give your ducks credit for that yeah <laughs> the rooster that whose head is no longer part of his body give him credit for that because yeah. even though that was another traumatizing situation like that's a core memory <laughs> well it's gonna be a core memory for freaking marley that's for sure <laughs> oh did I, did I tell you how, how marley ended up coming with us to the fiasco so marley no matter wakes up at like and um, it, do, it just doesn't matter. And then on the weekends, I try and at least one of those days, I try and let Brett sleep in as long as possible. So I was already up and I was getting wired up. And, Mar- and Marley's already like awake. Like, hmm, hmm, where are you going? Well, we got to go. We got to go to the farm. So I come with you. Yeah, shit. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> so, I mean, we get out to the farm at like 545. So Derek and Kayla are both still asleep. So I can't just like send her inside and like, go sit with that Kayla, you know? So when it was coming down to things, I'd be like, Wyatt, close her eyes, like cover her eyes. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, I'm too impossible to catch me. Pew, pew. So time and so <laughs> I, I get this rooster's head off and i hear whoa that's blood <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, I turn i look at her she's just going <laughs> just just like a yeah whatever <laughs> so. i'm two i don't know exactly what happened <laughs> So is this like Dexter vibes or? No, it's more of like this is what it is kind of things. Like this is, oh, because she knows, um, she knows, uh, she's two. 
but she knows like you know sometimes you get boo-boos that bleed and uh sometimes you know she she knows that uh the other duck died and had to get buried kind of thing the duck the other duck to get buried she went right to the trash can but uh, <laughs> But um, yeah, I th I thought I saw that as more of a maybe she'll be more connected and understand what food is thing. That's why I, I try. I try to bring the kids around how I'm working as often as possible. So I'm I'm pretty happy that I don't have to deal with any letting guts with the girls because they're pretty empathetic hey yeah. man if, if they they want to come they want to come with me uh, when no, it's no. when it's time to time to rotate the stock <laughs> in their own beds again <laughs> no way dude. so so definitely send the invite like <laughs> and it's not even so rylan she's been watching our shows with us and to an extent if there's shows that are like sexual or language then she's not allowed but if it's like y7 or it's you know pg-13 or whatever um yeah a bad words or suggestions or whatever then it's like close your eyes you know blah 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 but for the most part she does and she follows along and she's very intuitive she's very she's very thoughtful and so she's putting stuff together and uh yeah she has Colleen the other day, she was like, Mommy, what's sex? <laughs> so that's already happened. And uh my five year old, I don't think there's any need for that conversation yet, but it'll it'll come out of nowhere the same way. But mm -hmm. yeah, man. Uh but in terms of blood and guts, she watches like medical shows or like the cop dramas or whatever, so she sees people die and blood and stuff like that. But I'm pretty sure if it was in person, she would have a very different reaction to it. And it wouldn't be, hmm, blood. It would be, whoa, that's blood. <laughs> it would be, <laughs> for sure. It'd be traumatizing. So, what you're saying is, what I'm saying is, Jake, this is on public record. That's all I'm saying. But you, you don't you don't want old Uncle Jake to scare my, the kids. My accent <laughs> is being thoroughly pronounced right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, you want to come with me? I mean, I'll go. I'll go for the experience, but I'm not gonna make a habit get, of it. Sure. Get get you some eggs, and then you can. Uh, I'll send you and Colleen home. I'll send you home with a couple of fresh chickens. Oh, put no. in your freezer. No, 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 like. We don't need any. We have a hard time eating the stuff we have here. We need to work on our own freezer box. <laughs> Clear that out because there's some stuff in there that I don't know what it is. But I don't, know, I don't know if she put it away or her parents did, but it's been there for some time. And so there's no need to add to that. There's no need. So I appreciate the offer. Thank you. Hey, man. Share it. Share it when you got it. You're right. Eggs is a different story. I'll take some eggs for sure. I'll pay you for some eggs. But. Well, once these other freaking yahoos start laying, there's uh, they're only dropping like four a day now, and I've got like 
10 hens out there that should be laying. Well, they've had all this drama, man. Huh? I said they've had all this chicken drama. Yeah. Well, listen, then my duck, she drops an egg a day. I'll save you a couple of those. So what? So was it? So duck eggs? Yeah. I don't. I don't think you should, man. I don't know what to do with a duck egg. You cook it just like an egg. Nah, it's not. Yeah. The duck egg. It's different. Yeah, it's they're delicious. I will come over and I'll have you cook me duck eggs. I will not try to do that my first myself first. That sounds like a sure, bad. Sure. You want a, you want an omelet? You want them scrambled? You want like what do you want? I'll do, I'll hook you up. I hear that. I hear that. We'll do that on your. On your stomping grounds when I come out there. All right, brother. Sooner than later. Anytime. Well, that's it. I got to talk to Ryan about some shit. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to the Sober Swole Podcast. My name is Jake Howard. Woo! Bye-bye, DJ Swirl. And Vanilla Swirl. Bye. It's Warhorse! Do you want your workouts to look like this? Or do you want your workouts to slay? When Warhorse picks his pre-workout, he wants it to slay! If you want second place, go with somebody else! If you want to be a champion, go with royalty, nutrition!